0: So, of course, there's like 9,000 technical difficulties trying to get my daughter on the phone. And can't hear her. She's, um, she's like, Dad, could you put, we only really talk to each other on WhatsApp because it's way too expensive to talk regularly. So all of our conversations, like Danielle's in Japan now, WhatsApp. When she's in, my daughter's in Europe, WhatsApp. So she's like, well, call me on WhatsApp and put it over by the phone. I go, Eva, are you nuts? This is a real radio station. What do you think we're doing here? I can't have you on. We'll put it on speakerphone on WhatsApp. I go, sweetheart, I love you. Are you nuts? But I think we got her now. So let me go live to Wales, Europe, for my oldest child, who I'm so proud of, my only daughter, doing a tremendous job at the university, Ava Caroline Rosenberg. Ava, you there, sweetie.
1: Yes. Hi. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, you sound great. How, how did we do this? How, how did we get through to you?
1: I, I don't even know. Thank you, Phil, though.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Macedonia, Phil. Hey, Phil, are you, are you, <laughs> Ava actually thanked you. If that doesn't make your day, I don't know what would. That's uh, as good as
1: someone <laughs> writing a poem
0: for me. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, Ava, it's good to talk to you. I have to tell you this. Mm-hmm. Outside, when Bernie passed away in October, you know how long I cried, but outside okay. of that, okay, the day you <clears> left <throat> for college... That horrible September morning, and the oh, day you went back to college. That horrible January second morning. I cried <laughs> more of those two days than any time since maybe Poppy died.
1: No, so did I. Though I wasn't. I wouldn't leave to, um, to go to, to the uh, to the security. Remember, I was just sitting yeah. there. Mom had to really push me.
0: <laughs> I know. You know. It's. Mommy's in Japan now and me and Gabe are home mm-hmm. and you're in Europe and I know you're so proud of Mommy so am I we we talk uh, all of us together on WhatsApp on the on a family uh text mm-hmm. but um and I say this all the time because you know I'm, how close I am with your brother I love him but it's not the same when you're not here so uh please come home I miss you <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't cry I'll be home soon
0: Tell tell me this uh, tell the listeners this mm-hmm. because it is fascinating, you know. You were born in mm-hmm. Mount Sinai Hospital, spent your first 18 months in New Jersey, then really mm-hmm. spent most of the important years of your life living in Boca Raton, then you came back here to New York and went to high school, and, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden living in a different country, and you've done such mm-hmm. a great job, Ava, of uh, not just getting great grades, but learning the country, living there mm-hmm. as if you've lived there your whole life. How difficult was the transition?
1: Well, before I even start, I just want to thank um, the great Laura Jankel because um, her and her family have made it a really smooth transition. Um, I've gone on many hikes with them and they've just kind of um, showed me around Wales and Cardiff um, a bit more. But overall, at first, it was very difficult because of, I think, the loneliness when you go somewhere new and you haven't actually developed those strong relationships with people and friendships. You can feel quite lonely, uh, especially because everybody here um, is from the U.K. And I was one of I don't I don't think I've met another American, actually. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't think I met another American. Um, so that was quite difficult. But as soon as I started to actually make friends and I guess fit into these groups, so make friends in my class, make friends from where I'm living, make friends um, from societies and things of that sort. Uh, it, I felt less lonely and you, it's also about creating a routine. I think if you move, uh, thousands of miles away and you don't have a routine, you don't have things that you're doing so that you don't kind of fall into a a hole, uh, that can also be an issue. So I work out four to five times a week. I make sure to make time for my friends. I study, I have trips planned, so there's always something to look forward to. And at the end of the day, no matter what, if nothing is linear, and even if I'm home, I'm always going to be longing for something else.
0: Right. So you like your mother in that respect. I mean, no matter things yeah. are, you always want. So I would ask you this: then, outside of mommy, me, and Gabriel, the obvious answer, and your other uh, family, mm-hmm. what do you miss the most about living in New York, or even the United States? Mm-hmm. Being a Florida girl, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what do I miss the most? Well, n- New York. Definitely, you guys. Um, but definitely, the transportation. I think I took for granted how like easy the the bus and subway system is. Whereas in Cardiff, there's no subway and the buses take forever. Uh, so I spent way too much money on Ubers. You know what's funny
0: about what you just said, Ava, is you know I become friendly with the mayor Eric Adams, and he always yeah, comes yeah, yeah. and he always comes under fire because people are afraid to take the subway. And he always says, let me tell you something, okay? Millions and millions of people take the subway every week. Millions. Mm -hmm. That's a real number. Millions. And yes, yes, there is still too much violence. He doesn't make any excuses. But he says if you look at the Mm. real numbers, millions take it, and there are very few incidents compared to the amount of people who actually travel the subway. You just said you actually Mm -hmm. missed the subway. You never felt unsafe.
1: I definitely did feel unsafe at many points, um, but I also think that has to do with the aspect of me being a woman and how I'm just in general, always going to be a high, higher um, target for crime. But I think re- regarding accessibility, it was just easier because for instance, one of my classes is an hour away and the bus never comes on time. <laughs> just the general public transportation bus and there's no train. And I sometimes it's like a two hour journey just to walk and get to class. And oh I, I wish there was a two, three train. Um, but another thing I will say that I really miss um, is the American healthcare system. Um, I know that we're fin- uh, financially privileged, but for instance, when I had uh, COVID and all these other health problems, it is so hard to get antibiotics here. They do not give them to you. Uh, you basically have to be dying on the floor Wow. Uh, to get to get help for and I went to Boots yesterday which is a pharmacy I guess similar to CVS I am having like sore throat problems and I really th- thought I needed the antibiotics but they said I was only on a scale 1 and it needs to be on a scale 3 to even consider that wow. so I was only given like a throat spray <laughs> But, if I were in America, I could go to urgent care, and they 'd probably treat me better obviously it 's more, it's more expensive because right. health care here is free right. but I, I do miss that aspect
0: This is uh, Ava Caroline Rosenberg, my daughter who 's in uh, university right now in Wales in Europe. you know Ava <laughs> yesterday, and I talked about you earlier this morning, there were four Americans that were abducted mm-hmm. in mexico two two men and uh, two females. And mm-hmm. uh, I can only imagine what these poor people are going through this morning. The thought is the cartels got to them. Uh, and, and you uh, have spent a lot of your time over the last year looking into mm-hmm. the sex traffic trade. I know you know that me and mommy down in Florida, mm-hmm. Place of Hope, we actually uh, yeah. t- help at that charity. Girls who are involved in sex trafficking, we gave money, all that stuff. <laughs> and now you've made that kind of, you've devoted yourself to that. That's the law you want to practice. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to talk Mm -hmm. to me this morning about SAP. Now, what is that exactly? Ava?
1: So more um, over, I want to talk about comprehensive uh, sex education, but SAP was, it was called sexual assault prevention board. And there are a couple of those across many schools in the United States. Um, My friend Natalie helped uh, start it with me. And uh, we were, it was was a board of people in high school. And basically we taught comprehensive sex, sex education. And, The reason why this is so important, and I guess it's just shocking the numbers of states that do not mandate um, certain things for sex education. For instance, um, 16 states are abstinence only. So 16 states only teach abstinence. That doesn't include anything about contraception, anything about any other form of sex education. Only nine states actually require the the concept of consent to be taught, to be incorporated in their sex education. Only nine out of 50. And 30 states require that abstinence must be stressed and do not require contraception to be covered. The government has also spent over $2 billion since the 1990s on abstinence-only sex education. But even with all of this kind of like safeguarding in regards to Um, in regards to sex education. um, America, which is a developed country, still has some of the highest rates for adolescent pregnancy, birth, abortion, and um, STDs. So I think that there is a huge problem regarding the stigmatization of sex in America and regarding just comprehensive sex education. And I think we're seeing this also in the numbers for sexual assault. For instance, every 60 seconds an American is assaulted. One out of every six American women has been the victim of a rape or attempted rape in their life. And the majority of victims are under 30, between the ages of 12 and 34. One out of every 10 rape victims are male. And one in 33 men have actually experienced rape or attempted rape in their life. So clearly, you know, the type of sex education that we've had for for years and decades isn't working. And it's not safeguarding people, especially in college. I mean, how many stories have you seen uh, regarding uh, fraternities and um, these these very publicized rapes occurring in college and all these things and you would you would expect people to kind of be informed by that age about consent and all these different things that are not sexualizing children. Well, but, but, you, but you know this,
0: are, but Ava, you know you're in college right now, and I know you're a good girl. Me and Mom, we don't have to worry about you. Thank God. Yeah. But a lot of these kids know what happens. But you know what happens, Ava? They go to a party. They, they, mm-hmm. you know, they have uh, twenty Jagermeister shots and fifteen Long Island iced teas, and they may smoke a little weed. And the next thing mm-hmm. you know, what they know goes out the window because they're impaired. And a lot of those ones are the ones that end up getting raped and sexually molested. Mm-hmm. So the issue there becomes: it's not just education; it's the drinking, the drugs, and the rest of it that goes along with that college experience. I know you don't do that, but I'm mm-hmm. sure some of your yeah. friends do.
1: But it starts with education, because at the end of the day there is always, it's a two person thing. So there's, there's the person that is um, incapacitated is being taken advantage of by someone who has higher capacity than them in the moment. And that's why teaching consent is so important because it teaches men and women. And obviously it would be age appropriate. For instance, in the SAT board <clears throat> in high school, some of the things we did where we gave out age appropriate scenarios for the ninth graders regarding consent um, there's a famous T video, actually, and it, it talks about um, how un- consent has to be enthusiastic, affirmative. It has to be informed. Yeah. And there's all these different things that, um, I guess, encompass what consent is. And only nine states actually teach that, um, which I just think is shocking. No, that's and terrible. If, if, yeah. students, no. if students are taught how to give consent, how to ask for consent, What is consent? What are my options available in regards to contraception? Where is my nearest clinic? What are the laws in my state regarding sexual assault? Um, Because, you know, some states say that you actually can – some states say that consent is a continuing act. So you can always withdraw your consent. But other states say that you you cannot withdraw your consent. So there are so many different things that people don't actually know. And if students know this, especially – between the ages of 12 and 34, where they're at the highest risk, they can be yeah. empowered with the yeah. necessary no, no, knowledge.
0: You're right. You're I'm right. running out of time <clears throat> here. By the way, it's funny, because <clears throat> you talk to your mom more. You and I text each <clears throat> other quite a bit, but you and mommy tend to FaceTime more, <clears throat> whatever, whatever you call it, WhatsApp video. And, and I think uh, during this conversation, Ava, for <clears throat> a kid that was born Mount Sinai Hospital in New York and lived between Boca and New York, am I detecting like a bit of an English accent? Do you say day? <sighs> What? A- <laughs> no. Yes, you, you've been there for nine months. I'm losing you. Next thing you know, you're going to be no, talking no, about the no, parliament. No. You're going to be uh, hanging out with Bojo. Oh. No.
1: Oh no! <laughs> I have learned a lot about that. Oh, oh no. gosh. I don't even know what, oh, gosh. Who, who is
0: who governs in Wales. I know you're two hours from London, but who governs there, Eva? Well.
1: What do you mean by
0: that? I mean the UK, I guess it's all part of the UK obviously, right? So I mean, Well,
1: you- the UK has something called um devolution where it, the government is almost kind of like decentralized um and every country, so it's comprised of Wales, Northern Ireland, Scotland and England. Right. Obviously, Parliament reigns supreme, yes. right. and the Supreme Court reigns supreme. But there are still three different legal systems, and um, I don't know how to say his name properly. But Wales has a First Minister named okay. Drake Drakeford. 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 So yeah. it does have its own government, yeah. actually. But obviously, the English um, government now, reigns so now supreme. That
0: you, now that you moved to Wales, mm-hmm. do you miss Donald Trump?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Don't say, they? Hate, they really hate him here. Really? Um, I I had a I had a Uber driver talk about how much he loathed him. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. No kidding. But also,
1: uh, there there are a lot of misconceptions about America, especially like after moving, people are like, "Oh, I thought all Americans were stupid." Gen- genuinely, like, "There," uh, I thought all Americans were fat.
0: Yeah, well, that's I true. Didn't know
1: Hawaii was a state. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding? Um,
0: Oh my God, yeah, Ava. No, but, yeah. So last thing yeah, about. So uh, I've uh, been
1: teaching uh, people. No,
0: good. About thirty seconds to go. I've loved this. So, do mm-hmm. this more often with me. This is great. And you just you're, mm-hmm. you're brilliant. And beautiful. But I do want to say
1: one more thing well, about. Well, before, before, you, do, before about you, about you do, comprehensive. before you do, okay, oh, okay,
0: quick, tear yeah, the cut, quick, quick, yeah, go, 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 go.
1: Also, this can protect children who are being abused uh, sexually. To actually point out the signs of that. Um, if they don't even know what sexual abuse is. So it gotcha. can protect teens from grooming and exploitation and things of that sort. That's
0: important. Yes. Well, okay. Yeah. So 30 seconds ago, there seems to be a growing consensus that Ava mm-hmm. Rosenberg loves Wales and Europe so much that she's not going to come back to the United States. She's going to move to Europe.
1: I, I definitely want to come back because I want to, I want to, uh, get my license to practice law in the U.S. as well. That was part of my goal and why I did it this way. So that I can have the ability to travel and practice under different jurisdictions.
0: Okay, But um, you're, you're going to move back. You're going to live here, right? You're going to live with us, right? I mean, here. Um, uh, what? Um, I,
1: I, I can live. I want to live in multiple places.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: but I will I'll always, I'll, I'll always come back to you guys.
0: <laughs> okay. Alright, you're going to make me cry. Um, You were great this morning. <laughs> I love you. Thank I miss you, you so much, Abe. I really do. And um, I'll see you one in May.
1: Um, most probably June. Most um, okay. Most likely June, but uh, yes, and
0: that's we're only a, a bit. We're, The house is being done. Your, your new bedroom is gonna yeah. be ready for you when you come home. So that's you'll probably awesome. come home the same time we go home, and that'll make for one great party because we love and miss you, sweetheart.
1: <laughs> I miss you guys too. All
0: right, Abe. I'll talk to you soon.
1: Talk to you soon. You did love a great you. job. Bye. I love you
0: too. Thank you. There she is. I'm going to cry. I got to go. <laughs>